welcome to the Insightful Babes podcast. We have created a new community for all the hustlers, dreamers, outsiders, and visionaries out there coming from Hispanic traditional beliefs. We've decided to share our entrepreneurship journey, our ups and downs, and hope to inspire, empower, and help others who are not being themselves because of fear or traditional beliefs. So crazy, but I, I feel like right. we you're, needed you're it. Turn on the heater and your your yeah. Your we have to it, like, yeah. No. It's like turn on, turn off, and then we turn it on, and then it's, it's like, hot outside. And it's like yeah. okay, turn it off. It's like oh my gosh. We had that problem today. All of a sudden, we woke up and we're like, why is it so damn hot today? And it's because it's been nor- like it's warmer than normal. Mm-hmm. And so somebody turned on the heater, and it was like seventy six degrees in here, which for me is a lot in an apartment. Yeah. So I'm just mm-hmm. like no. So then I turn on the air conditioner, we start freezing. I'm just like, okay, I, there's no wind. <laughs> yeah, you know, and guys, we're already live. Yeah, we're already so live. hello, oh, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> hello, everyone. Welcome. Funny. Welcome to Insightful Face Podcast. This is another special guest episode. And today we have a very special guest with us, Rafael Fernandez from... Todo Wafi, Latin Babbler Show. And I love I love that that name. Why did you guys choose that name? So uh, they didn't choose it, and they're kind of prisoners to it. Um, so the Latin <laughs> Babbler Show, actually, I called myself the Latin Babbler because my family always said I talk just way too much. And so <laughs> I was just like, okay, well, I'm, I'm, I'm babbling on everything that is from politics all the way down to culture. So, you know, we were trying to make a Latino-friendly show, something that, you know, it was four Latinos putting together. So we just kind of went with it and mm-hmm. created that as like a, like a brand. And it just kind of stuck through. Everybody seems to, to like it. And yeah. so we just kind of, everybody else is just kind of riding and dying with it right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 And for everybody who's tuning in right now, Rafael is the founder of Latin Babbler show, the podcast and the show on YouTube. And then he's also the founder of the digital media news platform Todo Wafi. So we're going to be talking a little bit about that because within Todo Wafi there's also something Latino and something Latina. Uh but of course we're going to get into that. So how are you guys doing? We were talking right now about the weather. Uh yeah. we got these two over there in California. I'm over here <laughs> in Texas suffering with this cold weather. I'm not used to it, but you guys aren't either because I know California is also going through some weather changes. How's that going for y'all? good <laughs> i mean so for us keep in mind that uh we do have some weather that's like yeah. 30 something 40 something and on those days we wake up and we're like man i should have just never moved from jersey but then <laughs> you know like midday you get that nice 65 to 70 and you're just like okay yeah jersey can you know kiss my <laughs> yeah. so but i mean she's in san diego so it's probably warmer down there yeah than it is here i think because you guys are closer to like more of a tropical type mm. setting but yeah you're freezing maria so we're just oh, yeah. you know yeah, i know i'm sorry yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's okay it's okay i mean it's more it's better weather for the chocolatito you know abuelitas, abuelitas uh-huh. chocolate. there you go what is your what is your print <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mine's the, the leon. Yeah, the, 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 the lion. The, the lion. Tiger. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they're, oh, they're the best, though. They're the best. They're I so literally cool. like have like two on top of me every night because it's like, oh, I know. I just can't. 
I can with the cold. You guys already know. For those of you who have been tuning in to Insightful Bays, ya saben que Maria, it's like cold weather. I do like it. I'm Like, I don't hate it, but I don't like like I don't I mean, like it. I don't hate it. Texas. It's in, yeah, it's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so like, you might as well just move to New York if you're going to be experiencing this. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. It's like I'm waiting for snow here, but the snow here in South Texas, it's ice, guys. Yeah. <laughs> it's ice. It's not really snow. There's a difference. Um, but I mean, it's all good. I mean, I'm grateful that I have those blankets <laughs> and that chocolatito caliente. Um, it's perfect weather for like the Latino uh, desserts, you know? Yeah. It is. So, I mean, that's what you got to take advantage of. Yes, yes. And right now with the holidays and everything. Um, but okay, let's, you know, enough about this, guys. I, I feel like I'm a little too excited because of the holidays and la comida. Not hey, everybody like thinking, is. Right? It's the best. It's the best it's like season. Two days. Noche buena. It's in two days. Mm, yeah. Or a day and yeah. a half, whatever it is. Oh, yes, yes. Can't wait. Can't wait. Um, but okay, let's start this. Let's start this interview uh, with Rafa Rafael. So, todo wafi. How did everything start? Um, so it started with the podcast. So originally what mm -hmm. happened was, is like right before the pandemic hit, uh, my cousin dared me to do it. I'm not in any way, <laughs> shape or form like a public person. I'm, I'm a computer geek. I sit behind computers. I program websites all day. Mm -hmm. And she was like, you know what? You, you've ticked off the family with your political talk. You really should start a show. You know, we should all do it for comedy. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, why don't we try it? So obviously this was like two weeks before everybody knew what COVID was. Mm -hmm. So we kind of started the idea then. And then mm -hmm. like during COVID, we started that process because everybody had, you know, was staying home. Nobody could go to work. Mm -hmm. And I think it was like in May when we launched our first episode. Mm -hmm. And then we, we carried that for like 29 episodes. And we turned that program from just a regular everyday talk type program mm -hmm. into a kind of like a cultural awareness type program. We started doing Latin Babbler World Tours where we started showcasing different, you know, uh, countries from Latin America, something that's going to start again in yeah. uh, January. Mm -hmm. And then, um, you know, co once COVID died down, you know, my cousins, they they have regular lives. So they had to go <laughs> back to their those regular lives. And I kind of continued the, the process. And for me, it was like really important uh, to showcase the culture. Mm -hmm. And... So through the show, we've had, you know, multiple different uh, co-hosts that have come in. We now have a fixture of co-hosts. But then we decided, okay, you know what? Why don't we start sharing articles and start sharing the culture through a, through a written form, through, through reels and through, through video. And so we started the media company. And mm -hmm. it was originally called the Latin Media Group. And then we realized, like, every single person on earth that's Latino calls their business the Latin Media Group. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So I was like, okay, well, what do I do that's different? And so the word wafi comes from a term that my brother used to call me when he was mm -hmm. a kid. So my name is Rafael. So my short name was Ralphie. He couldn't say it. So it was just wafi. And so the uh -huh. wafi is kind of like, or wafi media, the mm -hmm. uh, wafi is kind of like a, a uh, dedication to him. Because mm -hmm. um, I love my brother to death. So, mm -hmm. but... Yeah, and so we we set out to kind of change the game. Uh, there's mm -hmm. a lot of Latino media companies out there who are owned by you know different people. I, for us, we're completely Latino owned. We're completely Latino run. Mm -hmm. Like our whole staff is Latino, and a lot of them are college students. A lot of them are people who have donated their time 
uh, mm -hmm. people who have, uh, I guess, given their backgrounds and their stories and their experience mm -hmm. to it. And so that's where we are today. We decided we were going to change the way media sees Latinos from the stereotype, everything to the stigmas. And for us, it was really important to create a company that would kind of share that process with everybody. I also I love your reels like <laughs> they're so funny like <laughs> I feel like it's so good to bring in like comedy into all that like you're still kind of like educating people but then you're like bringing in the comedy in there like I really I yeah <laughs> I mean look the, the the whole media company was founded by technically the podcast and the podcast is a humor mm -hmm. podcast it's not a you know mm -hmm. we do get serious but it's based on humor and we yeah. understand that the audience is very much wanting to kind of get away from a lot of the stuff that's taking place on everyday lives. So we have to add humor in the mix, mm -hmm. but our main focus is to educate um, mm -hmm. through that. So we throw a lot of humor in there. We throw a lot of things that, you know, you guys can get entertained with, but at the end of the day, there are articles and things that are very mm -hmm. serious that people should really take advantage of, of because there's a lot of uh, people who put their effort behind that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What would you say that it's your main goal with, all of the media company and everything that you're doing right now? Um, I don't want to say it without really frowning on others. So like there are media companies out there, but they're like mm -hmm. Caucasian owned. So mm -hmm. they have departments that are Latino. So for us, it's important to be able to express the Latinidad from the vision of people who are experiencing this in their community. So we are not just entertainment. We want to we want to be community based. And so when we were setting out to create like something Latino, something Latina and some of the other ones that we're creating, those are community type sites. It's it's engaging to be able to kind of draw people in. We share their stories. We share some of the reels that they're posting with us. It's it's our way of kind of giving back or giving a voice. And that is what Todo Wafi is all about. We want to give voices to people who don't normally have the ability to get their stories heard. Because that's a story for me from somebody is more important than all the clout that they have stored behind them. Mm -hmm. That for me is like the most important part of it. Yeah, like what better than a Latino to share a story that they've actually been through and like the experience and like they actually experience themselves, you know? Yeah, mm -hmm. for sure. I think, yeah. I think... For instance, uh, we had um, Carlos. Car Carlos, you guys know him as a, the Nostalgia Latino. The guy has mm -hmm. a tremendous amount of followers, and people mm -hmm. have been using his reels to post on websites and all kinds of stuff. And for us, it was not, you know, it was we could have just posted his reels mm -hmm. and, you know, kind of gotten the views and the, the reach. And But for me, it was really important to find out who he was. Like, why does he do what mm -hmm. he does? You know, and like, what made him start that? Mm -hmm. and where he was from and you know and i got a friend out of it and because of that as opposed mm -hmm. to just posting up his reel and saying hey by the way this guy wrote this or this guy mm -hmm. did this he's really funny go check him out no we we did a whole interview just to make sure that he got the mm -hmm. proper introduction to whatever it is he wants to display you know mm -hmm. that other media outlets probably wouldn't have given him so for us, that's like, that's probably the main importance of why we created Todo Wafi. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the rest of it is, um, and you'll see in 2023, we, we're going to be coming home hard <laughs> with a lot yeah, of these stories that we're going to be doing. And a lot of it is going to be in person. It's not going to be digital mm -hmm. 
or anything like that. We're going to be visiting local businesses. We're going to be visiting mm -hmm. local towns. We're going to be visiting local, um, you know, speaking to actors and so forth in their their place of comfort. So yeah, it's it's going to be interesting to to be able to put that together in 2023. We're looking forward to it. Yeah, it's going to be magical, magical 2023. You know, you had mentioned you had mentioned um, about the Revolution show that you guys started for Hispanic Heritage Month. Could you talk a little bit about that and how you guys are planning to do it again? But I think you said that now it's going to be in person. Yeah. So Revolution, for those of you who haven't, you know, weren't, weren't able to pay attention to it uh, this, this time around, is a 30-day uh, all-in full event for Hispanic Heritage Month. There are a lot of organizations mm -hmm. and, co and companies that do like, oh, we're going to do this panel, and the whole discussion mm -hmm. is about, oh, Latinos aren't represented and things of that nature. And in our case, we decided we were going to make 30 straight days of Latino information, and that and that was articles that are very personal. We were going to do representation posts. We were going to do interviews. We were going to do panels. We were the only uh, company to be able to do an indigenous panel, an Asian Latinidad panel, an Afro Latinidad panel. We did everything on mental awareness. We did things on um, what is it? Uh, Latina creators, you know, mm. uh, businesses, and. From that, a lot of people kind of jumped in. We had a lot of partnerships for that. So mm -hmm. a lot of the people that you saw on there, these are not, you know, small people. So Bossy, who, who you guys have seen on TikTok, you know, 5 mm -hmm. million users, 5 million followers yeah. on his on his account. And that inspired us to, we're going to do it again. But next year, mm -hmm. it's going to be a one-day conference. Mm -hmm. We're going to start in my old hometown of Miami, uh, where my whole family lives. And we're going to be expanding that throughout the years, but it's our way of giving back to the community and sitting there and saying, look, we want you to come. We want you to feel proud of your Latinidad. We want you to leave as you're a part of it. And nobody can tell you otherwise, you know, mm -hmm. no matter what they want to put out there, you don't speak, you don't speak Spanish, you don't dance, whatever. It doesn't matter. You're still Latino. You know, yeah. it doesn't, that doesn't take anything from it. And um, so we're hoping that we're able to, you know, provide a, an event, that is fulfilling and that will leave people con el orgullo to go back into their communities and be able to stand tall and be proud and say, hey, this is my cultura. I'm sharing it with you now, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. It is. It is. And I can't wait. And you guys will find out about this event. We'll be sharing it at Insightful Base as well. And hey, we'll, we're probably going to go. <laughs> we're probably going to be, be there. there. We're going to be, be there. Yeah, they're going to be there. <laughs> She she be modest. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be there, guys. We'll be there. You guys will see. That. Yeah. We'll, um, no, this is so exciting, and I'm super happy that you guys are doing things like this. Thank you for doing something like this because I do believe that you know our stories are powerful, and I I've seen you know a lot of Latino creators that you know they're doing amazing, incredible things. Some of super like inspiring and everything but like you said it's like what's behind all of that you know what's your story um so let's i guess let's talk a little bit about that since we're we both have a show we both have a podcast and what we do is similar we could say because we like to be a voice and share stories um so let's get into that i want to know and i wanted to ask you did you ever have like a hard time telling your own story and if you did what was something that you know, 
because you did mention that you were like, this is your second interview. Yeah. So it's like, what yeah. made you want to start being a voice, you know, sharing your own story? Um, I just felt it was important. You know, people kept asking. It was actually Bossy who, who after the interview, uh, mm -hmm. asked me, he's like, oh, you do so many of these interviews. What, have you been able to share, like, who you were uh, mm -hmm. growing up and so forth? And I'm like, I've never been asked. <laughs> So in all the time that I've been interviewing people, nobody has, you know, uh, turned around and said, hey, uh, I want to learn more about you. And so I was like, I probably need to go out there and put myself mm -hmm. out there because, yeah. you know, for me, I'm more of a I want to put the program together. I want to do everything. You know, I want to make sure I have the perfect show mm -hmm. and not so much of going out there and doing the publicity that we mm -hmm. have for it. You know, I let I let all that credit go to the writers and everybody that we have, mm -hmm. you know, on our team. So, yeah, for me, that was the biggest hardship of that is um, I don't normally do it. So I don't normally go out there and just start, you know, spilling out all of my info. <laughs> <laughs> so, so when somebody when I when I reached out to even you guys, I was like, okay, you know what? I'm I'm gonna go take a shot. I love their podcast. I love what they do. <laughs> you know, I think this I think this would be a great place to to kind of start the season of this. And so that's my that's my biggest journey right now. Um, you'll see my personal account that I just you know put together. It used to be the Latin Babble Show account. I, I've converted it to my personal account because it was just way too much, yeah. way too much traffic. And for me. Like I want to use that account to inspire Latinos to see stories that will help inspire others. So I'm going to be putting up funny, putting up humor, putting up information about my trips or anything that I experience, and a lot of my personal items will be in there and and be sharing a lot of positive message to be able to go there, you know, to kind of share who I am because I haven't been really able to to do that aside from my one sheet bio that we send. <laughs> and put everywhere so i feel like it's always hard to like oh, share about is. yourself you know especially like latinos we're so used to like keep it to yourself or like you know Caita te ves más bonita, like all that i feel like it's i could totally relate to that <laughs> it's <laughs> happened to us before like whenever we got invited to like a show and we're like what like this is so weird it's so weird because yeah. we're used to you know being the ones to ask the questions and all of that so when it's time for you to you know answer the questions it's like what <laughs> i'm sharing about me yeah that's so weird i don't <laughs> You know, the biggest the biggest thing that's come out of this is because as we grow, obviously, sir, you guys have experienced some of you guys have been like at events now where there's yeah. like, you know, different. Uh, what is it? Premieres and things of that yeah. nature. And I think the most uncomfortable time I've had, it, it was the most joyous experience. Don't get me wrong. It was great. But the most uncomfortable time I had was walking on the red carpet. I don't know if anybody has done it. It is weird. I've never done it. I went and I walked over to somebody who was like, nope, you need to stand right here. There's a bunch of cameras who have absolutely no idea who I am, but they care for whatever yeah. reason. Yeah. They care. Who are you? What's your name? <laughs> so the lady, the lady has the name. Oh, uh, this is Rafael Fernandez. And I'm like, wow, she like wrote that down. And so she presents <laughs> it. And then, you know, there's Getty images and all these people out there. And so you get on the red carpet and you're literally like treated almost like royalty <laughs> on that carpet. They're like, no, 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 you have to turn this way. Oh, you're made back. Look over here, Rafael, come over here. And I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> what am I'm I like, doing? 
I'm sitting there walking. I have no idea what's going on. For me, this is a whole new experience. And I finished walking the carpet. I'm like, that was surreal. I'm like, and then you go on the website, you see yourself in Getty Images. You're like, oh, crap, that's amazing. But I mean, all of that has added to like the experience and being able to like, you know, humble yourself to kind of accept, mm -hmm. okay, you need to kind of go out there and do your thing, you know, in order to really bring, I guess you can say the awareness of what you're doing. Mm -hmm. And that's tough for me because like I said, I was a computer guy. I spent all of my time uh, at a desk behind, mm -hmm. you know, with a chair and, you know, it's all new, but mm -hmm. it's something that I'm kind of getting adapted to being here in LA now. Yeah. And um, it's, it's a lot of fun. I don't, mm -hmm. I don't, uh, it's not regret. It's uh, what, palabra? like for me, it's, it's, it's something I will never forget. Forever. Like, and even then, as we get bigger and bigger, you know, as we grow, it's going to be, it's going to be something I'm going to cherish. Yeah. Did you, did you ever like think you'd be doing something like this? No, no, never. It wasn't, it wasn't even a thought on my career path growing up. It wasn't a, mm -hmm. a thought uh, of anything of mine. Uh, I always wanted to do computers. Um, I always wanted to be a programmer or work in computers or do gaming or whatever it was. It was never, never a thought for me to be hosting or sharing stories or, or things of like that. And I remember when I first started doing it and I started seeing, you know, we, we started uh, recording with Shola uh, Marilueña and we started getting the people from Encanto. I'm like, mm -hmm. I don't want to do anything else. Like, yeah. this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's that spark, right? That spark yeah. you never knew you had. Yeah, my pinnacle was James uh, Edward James Olmos. Oh, my goodness. Mm -hmm. I was so nervous when I had to. He's like a king. And he's like, you're, I'm sitting there having a conversation. I'm like, I made him laugh. Oh, my God. That's amazing. I made yeah, him And you're laugh. trying to control yourself. <laughs> it's like we're recording. Stay calm. He's like, and there's parts where I'm like, oh, God, I'm going to have to edit that out because like, I, I look stupid. You know, next to him, I look stupid next to him. He's answering all these really important cultural yeah. questions. And I'm over here like. <laughs> got this whole nostalgic thing to yeah, it and yeah. so it's just it's it's so refreshing it's like really new and it's a lot of fun so i mean i, I mean do you guys have the same you guys i mean you guys have the same reaction yeah. right like yeah. you interview somebody and you're just like you're just yeah. caught in awe the moment is just so surreal sometimes yeah yeah you know and it's hard it's hard sometimes to just like control yourself to everybody who's tuning in guys you know we try to here at insightful base we always try to like share everything and we literally do share everything how we feel and it sometimes yeah it gets a little too like crazy at times where we have special guests and we're like oh my god like we can't believe we were talking to this person you know and then they say something good about your show and you're like ah you know like trying right? to <laughs> remain calm <laughs> i don't want to look crazy you know i don't want to scare them off <laughs> he looked at me yeah. and he was like he was like i love what you got because we were at uh la leaf we got invited to to be press at la leaf um mm -hmm. and so he looked at me it's like oh you know i remember you from from uh from the event I'm like, it's really important what you guys do. And I really do appreciate, you know, everything that you guys have. And I almost melted. Like, I was just <laughs> like, I don't know. And I'm going to have the same. I'm going to have so many issues if I ever get to, like, interview Salma Hayek. That's oh how I'm already crush. And so yeah. she and I are going to be in an interview. I'm just going to be like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, what? She's going like, to be like, Babbler, you all right? Are you okay? Everyone? And I'll be like, I'm like, you're so pretty. No, I'm just <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, it's just I, for me. This is this is so cool. It's it's mm. such a surreal experience to be able to to you know to get behind here. And you know, people don't realize it does take a lot of work. Mm. Like everything from the mics that we have in front of our mm. faces to like the setting, mm. you know, background noises, the editing, and all kinds of stuff. Mm. It's not like we're just getting up here and then just putting up whatever. Yeah, like. Everybody in here is is uh, experienced enough to understand that, you know, at the end of the day, there's a lot of sleepless nights, a lot of, mm. um, uh, I guess you can say, um, nos cansamos. We get yeah. we get to the point where we get burnt out sometimes. Yeah, and we mm. have to take those. We, we're like, okay, you know what? We're gonna have to take a couple of weeks off. But yeah. the reward is a whole lot better than the exhaustion. I'll tell you right now, and, mm -hmm. and it's for me, it has been life-changing to be able to do this yeah you know i i think you know like personally i feel like if it's your passion it doesn't feel like work but like you said you know we are humans and of course we get tired you know like even right now you know we had to reschedule swip several times guys like <laughs> we were trying yeah. to like fit in our schedules and then we would okay let's set this date and this time and then next thing you know it's like oh maria got sick you know and it's like oh Rafael's sick now it's like yeah. we were trying to like reschedule but we made it happen guys we're here sharing rafael's story with all of you um but it happens you know and let's go ahead and jump into that topic of um what are some things that you do you know like to kind of like self-care um because like you said you know everything this whole like recording and setting dates and scheduling it it does you know get the best out of us at times and we need to kind of like okay relax stop take a step back you know get better and then you jump back in so what are some things that you do i know you also have a family so how do you balance everything out uh, my family is everything. So my kids, uh, I, I was a single dad. So we, I, mm -hmm. I raised my kids to adults. They, they still live with me. You know, this is our last year together, I think. Mm -hmm. And then everybody's going to be branching out. But they're kind of like my getaway from mm -hmm. everything that we do. We like to experience a lot of things together. Mm -hmm. um, so we go on vacations. Like I was just on vacation with my daughter. She, she bought me this trip to Puerto Rico. Mm -hmm. um, and so I spent like 10 days there. And... Mm -hmm. For me, that's that's my moment in time. The other part is it's going to be weird for those of you guys who are like looking at this 47 year old guy. <laughs> I love gaming. So when oh. I'm not <laughs> when I'm gamers. <laughs> so, so when I'm not doing this and I'm not and I'm a workaholic. So I <laughs> will wake up at five in the morning. Well, people my people will know. They they tell me all the time, you need to get rest. I will work till sickness. Like that's just the way I my body will literally shut down on me. But when I do actually take the moment to kind of sit back and get away with it, I will go in and I will put in uh, League of Legends or I will put in World of Warcraft. And that is my like, that's my getaway. Mm -hmm. And everybody knows that when I'm when I'm there, um, that's they're just going to leave me alone and I'm just going to you know enjoy my time there and yeah. and be able to. And whoever comes in, I'm like, get out. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> my time. I'm not, I'm not raging. Um, no, but it's that's my that's kind of like my my getaway, being able to experience new things outside of the house um, or outside of the office, and then you know playing video games. Everybody's like, oh my god, what a nerd. <laughs> um, but yeah, gaming is cool. Yeah, uh, I agree. <laughs> games every single day. <laughs> who's that? Who's that? Um, my husband. He's always gaming. Like, See him. So. Is he console or computer? Into, 
Um, console, yeah. Console? Yeah, I'm a computer guy. I, I used to have a console and they just kept burning out on me. So I was just like, I'm just going to use my computer. <laughs> Damn. So, uh, I'm so... a console girl. She's like, I'm a PS, PS5? Yeah. Did you buy it? You bought it. You yeah, did. I had to. I had to. I was like, the first one's in line and everybody was oh, like, all like, slept. how did you do she it? She slept at the store. Yeah. She was, was, the one camping I was out. She had a little cafecito and I stuff. think I was like two hours in line but online i i bought it online so i got it online and i was just there like waiting and i did i was just looking at the side for it not to crash (laughs) i was like please don't crash on me please don't crash on me but i was lucky i was lucky enough to like get one and i checked out right away and i got it i was like one of the first you know clients who got the vs i was super happy now i have it and yeah, yeah it's an amazing. And then yeah, they brought the amazing. price down like four hundred dollars from the price that you bought. I don't it, even mention you... that. So let's skip to the <laughs> let's skip to the next question, guys. <laughs> you bought it at peak, like when they only had like two hundred no. units available. Oh, no. Yeah, unfortunately, it makes me love it more. <laughs> yeah, right? it's yeah, like you need a like... bagel in the airport. For some reason, yeah. a bagel just tastes so much better. Yeah. And it's like the worst bagel on earth. But because yeah. you paid seven ninety five oh, to crazy. have a bagel with butter on it, you're just like, mm-hmm. oh, this is so good. Yeah, no, 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 no. But okay, guys. Well, now you guys know that we're gamers over here. Um, <laughs> so that's good. Reach out to us if you're a gamer. Um, yeah. No, but wow, this is amazing. Like all of your journey. Um, let's go ahead and uh, maybe like, what advice would you give to anybody out there? Because you started during the pandemic. We started kind of like during the pandemic, right, Anna? It was back in 2019, summertime. But we had no idea that the whole pandemic was going to happen. We had like goals for 2020. Next thing you know, it's like, boom, pandemic. And mm-hmm. the whole like show, podcast, everything changed. We had to yeah. go virtually, of course. So, you know, what advice would you give anyone out there? If they're planning on starting something um what would you say to them okay so first if you're going to start anything make sure you evaluate what you're about to start so that you're not quitting midway Mm -hmm. because there's 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 nothing that you should start that you're not going to be passionate about now i understand that there's going to be things that you get into and when you learn more you're like okay this is not for me that's completely Mm -hmm. different from what i'm talking about Mm -hmm. podcasting a lot of podcasts start started in the pandemic And a lot of podcasts did not continue through that time. And the reason being is is everybody feels they can get behind a mic and, you know, talk and do whatever. The problem is, is that later on you have to, you get hit with the production side of it and the marketing side. And it's basically, you know, like a whole business that you have to establish the brand, this Mm -hmm. and the, that, and then, you know, and so with anything, make sure you do your due diligence when you're going into it. I'm the type of person who I'm going to say this to to everybody who's listening. Look, every single person who's listening, who is doing a venture, who is just sitting at home doing nothing, you weren't meant to just be you. You were meant for greatness in some way, shape, or form. There's something that you were put on this earth to just be amazing at. And by you not pursuing it, whether because your family tells you, oh, eso no se hace, we don't do it this way. No, tiene que quedarte así, tiene que ser esto. If you want to be an actress, be an actress. If you want to be a singer, be a singer. If you want to be an artist, be an artist. If you want to be a podcaster, be a podcaster. If you grew up and want to do sales, whatever that is, give it 150%. Mm-hmm. 
you know, make sure that you put yourself in a position to be at the top, especially for us. We already start with, uh, I guess you can say, a leg behind everybody else in society here in the United States. So when we have to do things, we have to work 18 times harder mm, yeah. than the normal person in order to get to that level. I'm one of those people who I always say, in order for you to get the seat at the table, you have to work your butt off. And then once you get the seat at the table, you have to make sure that you're opening up other chairs yeah. for other people to come in there. And if for whatever reason, somebody wasn't going to give you a seat at the table, build your own table. And then invite other people to come in, mm -hmm. you know, and create that process that way. And so, you know, just be motivated. Take the step. Don't be afraid. It's going to be one hell of a ride. There's going to be some times where you're going to be regretting it. There's going to be some times where you're just going to be like, oh, I'm not made for this. But if you see it through, you're going to see that at the end, you know, you're going to have something that you're really proud of, something that mm -hmm. your family is going to be really proud of. But it's not even about your family. At the end of the day, it's something that you can feel that you made a difference, that you were proud, that you were able to pass down a legacy to your kids mm -hmm. and maybe start breaking some of these generational chains that we have that constantly make mm -hmm. us think that we belong here instead yeah. of we belong up there. You know what I'm saying? Like, and so that's my that's my advice. Cogelo y corre. You know, yes. <laughs> I I can't I can't say it any better way than that. Only Same. because of the fact that it's it's a it's a formula I've installed in my kids. Mm -hmm. Like I've always pushed my kids to be extremely independent. I push my kids to go after what they believe in, what they want. And I have one who's a painter. I have one who's a content creator. The other one um, is actually the mastermind behind a lot of the accounts that we have. Mm -hmm. So whether you're looking at something Latino, something Latina. Uh, what we have now, uh, bilingual pets, uh, <laughs> lata, la, 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 latam, which is, you know, Latin American meals, all of those, he's kind of like the mastermind as to how we do that process. Mm -hmm. And even some of my own personal content, he's, he's been behind that. And I mm -hmm. think for everybody else, you know, push it through. If you want to start a business, dale. don't let your people tell you no. You know, mm -hmm. if they're not going to ride the journey with you, ride the journey alone. That's so what you got to do is surround yourself with people who care and who want to help you. Yes, he said, I said, that's the best advice I can give. I'm sorry if that was long winded, but no, I get emotional not. when it comes from that. Because for me, I feel in our community, we hold our own people back. Mm. And, you know, I feel like there's some type of, um, what do they call that? Guilt to be <laughs> able to move on to something more than what your family expects of you. Or maybe they want you to be a doctor when you really wanted to be a comedian. You mm -hmm. know, look at Jesus Trejos, who, who was literally gave, got his degree, gave it to his parents, and then it went parked cars at the comedy club because that was going to give him more stage time. Mm -hmm. Like, come on. And now he's one of the top comedians out there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, you know, I look mm -hmm. on a like do your thing, you know, and get it out there. And then we'll be here to share your story. Yeah. Are we I still good? That. Yeah, no, I think we're like losing you. Are we? Yeah. Can you hear us? Yeah, I can hear you guys. It goes on and off, but as, as long as you guys are still good, then. Put a blanket on your laptop. <laughs> it's okay. A blanket. It's freezing. A, a blanket. blanket. <laughs> For it to stay warm. <laughs> oh my God. All the times that we had to schedule, though, is because Diana was a diva. So, you know, all of, uh -huh. we, weren't, we weren't trying to put her out there, but yeah, man, she had, we wanted yellow M&Ms to be involved in this, just crazy stuff. 
Only the yellow M&M's. <laughs> No, wow. You know, thank you for sharing that advice. You guys, that is like some really good advice and super inspirational, especially now that we get to see so many brands out there. And I love to see it, you know, back what, like back in 2019 summer time during like when we started Insightful Babes, there wasn't a lot of, you know, what we see now, people sharing, Latinos sharing their own stories and all of that. Now we get to see that. We started to see that there's more Latino brands. There's more people sharing about their first gen experiences. And that is great. You know, that is great. But everybody has a different story. And I do believe that we're all different. So if you're out there thinking about starting something, but then you think, you know what, there's already Latin Babbler show, there's already Insightful Babe show, you know, like, what am I going to do? Hey, everybody's different, your story matters, so yeah. start, you know, that's yeah. that's the good part of, like, the whole social media stuff, everybody's different. And keep in mind that, look, it, we're, there's a million podcasts out there, there's only a certain amount of them that reach a certain percentage of it, like, we had to bust our butt, we're, like, top 2% globally, I think, on on. Uh, listen notes or whatever it is <clears throat> it took a really long time to get to that point it it took a lot of hard work but there's room for everybody yeah. so it doesn't matter what you're starting there's not enough people in the or in the world that these people can take mm -hmm. you know a company like me too that's another latin media company has 180 60 or what is it, 867k subscribers on their main account well, guess what? There's 32 million latinos here in the united states mm -hmm. so who what do you think you're missing out on there's another, tw you know, 34 million Latinos who have no place that they've gone to yet mm -hmm. to be a part of on Instagram or on Facebook. So don't feel like, oh, okay, somebody else is doing it. Well, I can't do it. Yeah. No. Yeah. Find a niche, grab, grab onto it and then ride it. You know, we we're doing the same thing that some of these other media companies are. And we found out that for us, it was important to deal with the history and the story side. And that was kind of like the way we wanted to take on it. But mm -hmm. We also have a lot of different avenues that a lot of media companies didn't do because we decided to mm -hmm. add all those things on there, you know, yeah. and that's that's what separates us from a lot of the people. So you guys do you like go yeah. out there and and conquer and yeah. give a name for yourself and, and be proud for you, your kids and all the grandkids, you know, <laughs> all those yeah. things. Generation. Yeah, you know, and guys, we're all here to support each other. You know, here's Insightful Babes. Here's Latin Babbler Show. You know, reach out to us. Don't be afraid. We're going to reach out to you guys. You know, we'll get back to you guys. Um, but yeah, like it's all about supporting each other. And, you know, before we end this uh, this episode, I wanted to to ask you about your trip because I know, like you mentioned, you went to Puerto Rico. Uh, so how was that like? Because I know you, you had mentioned that you had invested visited that place in a long time so what were your feelings what did you feel when you arrived you're gonna make me get all watery eyed my eyes ah. are gonna be sweating <laughs> the, thing is, the thing is because look i i'm yeah right give me some tissues I'm gonna, go. I'm gonna need a whole towel here to um but the thing about going to puerto rico it was such a beautiful gift that my daughter gave me because like i i was there when i was like really young i wasn't born there i was born here in the united states but we went mm -hmm. to puerto rico we lived there for a couple of years when i was really young mm -hmm. and so i didn't remember anything about puerto rico except for going from one house to another to buy lean bears and things like that mm -hmm. and then being in the united states i went to go visit dominican republic and i spent a couple of years there and so i'm very much i have my dominican culture really 
attached to me. I've never had my Puerto Rican culture like right mm-hmm. there in the front and center. Um, the last time I visited Puerto Rico was 1997 when I was in the United States Navy. And I went there, you know, we went into the uh, the port there and I spent like a day and a half. So it wasn't enough for me to spend time with my my aunt and my cousin. We went to go watch a baseball mm-hmm. game. So this is the first time that I went there and like I explored the entire island. I think mm-hmm. the only place I didn't reach was Rincón, but we rented a car and we went everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yunque, everywhere. It was physically exhausting and challenging. Mm-hmm. I have my heart still there. Mm-hmm. I, I, like I told my daughter, I was like, I feel like I'm leaving home instead of going back to home, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. But the trip was so like nostalgic and so sentimental to me that it's one of those things where I'm like, I was missing one third of who I was. Mm-hmm. you know and this trip kind of filled in that that point mm-hmm. and um it was just so important for me it's it's going to be something that guides what we do in 2023 i know that we're starting 2023 with the puerto rican world tour so that's going to be the biggest thing our podcast mm-hmm. show is going to be focused on on showcasing the people of puerto rico um i also got to uh volunteer there with an organization mm-hmm. called uh stronger than maria and miriam who's just an absolute it's she's an angel sent to the puerto rico (laughs) sent to puerto rico she's puerto rican herself and what they are doing there to help people rebuild from the hurricanes that have like taken a toll there is absolutely phenomenal and so i'm giving them a shout out only because i i've i was able to sit down i took her to lunch because it was just so sentimental so i we sat there with my daughter was my it was my daughter's idea to go and volunteer Mm-hmm. Um, and I gave her the location because we had used Stronger Than Maria as like our source for where to donate. We didn't want it mm-hmm. to go to the government. We wanted to go to a local mm-hmm. organization. And um, this woman has my heart. We went and visited this house. The roof was completely gone. Mm-hmm. This man's furniture is like all the way to the side. You're going to see this in January. It's it's insane. And they are building these houses, putting sheet metal on the mm-hmm. top with wood, repairing these houses. And that is an experience I will never forget. So for me, Puerto Rico was not just nostalgic, but it was it was um, soul changing yeah. um, to be able to kind of not only see my culture from that perspective, but be able to interact with with mi gente at a local level, you know, because we here in the United States, we have a different way of of seeing things, a different way mm-hmm. of believing things. We have a different, you know, the, the term's not really entitlement, but we have privileges here that they don't have there and so for me yeah it's it's something that um you guys will see come january everybody will see what we were able to kind of do when we have you know posts and everything that are going to be ready for that mm-hmm. that but yeah it was a trip i will never forget and if you see me talking a lot about it it's because i could literally go on for days yeah. about that trip <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's amazing. I wanted to say that, you know, we're going to leave all of the information here for Stronger Than Maria. Is that what it's called? Yeah, Stronger Than Maria. Okay, that organization, we're going to leave all of the details on it on this description because I do feel that it's something that is still, you know, important. And a lot of people don't know about the situation right now over there. So if we can help out hey why not especially right now with the holidays coming up guys you know we're here to support each other um and also i do find it super amazing that you went to puerto rico again and you know a lot of feelings going on right now rafael's crying guys (laughs) i'm I'm joking i'm joking (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm like, no, but... I got to turn around and be all like. <laughs> With the water. Actor, actor right now. <laughs> actor mode, actor mode. Um, this is what happens, guys, when you start interviewing a lot of actors. <laughs> oh, I mean, we I get into the acting. I, I don't know if I, I qualify in that style. My daughter, she's a, she's a professionally trained actor. She's going around do what I do. I, you know I what? We're going to bring her along to give us some tips right now, guys. <laughs> <laughs> we need them. We need them here. Podcasters need them. Well. Uh, wow. No, this is amazing. I'm so glad that you were able to make time and be here with us and share your story. Mm-hmm. Um, the advice you gave was super inspiring. And I hope you guys are inspired because I know that I'm, I'm inspired. Diana, are you inspired, Diana? I'm like, oh, I'm yeah, it's like, <laughs> let's set our goals for 2023. Let's start everything, you know. Um, thank you so much for everything that you do with your brands. Uh, mm-hmm. Like you said, you know, we're not here to compare each other. We're not here to, you know, like push everybody away because we have brands. And it's like, no, we're here to build each other up. You know, we're here oh, for to sure. support yeah. each other. 100%. Um, so let us know where, where can our people reach out to you? So if you want to reach out to me directly, it's at Latin Babbler. Um, that's on Instagram. Mm-hmm. That's my main source for communication. Um, if you want to reach out to the business itself, it's at Todowafi, T-O-D-O-W-A-F-I. Um, if you want to just get entertainment, that would be at something Latina, at something Latino, or if you're interested in pets, then, you know, go to Bilingual Pets. <laughs> that's our newest <laughs> one. It seems to be funny. Um <laughs> So, but at Todowafi is our is our business. You can go to www.todowafi.com. That's where you'll see a lot of the articles that our writers who look. My team is just top notch. Like these are these are people who I will you know live or die with. I mean, I ride with them all day, and I'm so proud of them uh, for everything that they they put out there. Um, but yeah, for me personally, it's it's at Latin Babbler, and I look forward to you know chatting with you guys and being able to to communicate. I answer all of my messages and, and try to do my best to, you know, give it time. Yeah. <laughs> I just this is what we do. Uh-huh, go for it. Go for it. I wanted to say like, thank you for like putting yourself out there because I feel like a lot of people need to hear your story and they need to mm-hmm. see like you and just all like to share everything with everyone. So I just want to say thank you. And I know it's hard, you know, cause especially if you're like used to just being in the background and like, you know, chilling. So yeah, I'm super grateful for that. No, I look, I'm, I'm the one that's grateful because it's platforms like these that allow us to kind of be able to do that. Yeah. And I, you know, when I was looking at what you guys do at the podcast, I was like, okay, this is, this is a place that I would feel comfortable kind of starting this journey on. And so that's why I reached out. I was like, okay, you know what? I'm gonna start here. I love what mm-hmm. they do. We have similar people that we've, we've talked to like Adasa yeah. and stuff like that. We, we Shout both out. have been supported by, uh, <laughs> you know, and so for me, I, I, I'm eternally grateful to, to both of you, Diana and Maria, for, for giving me the opportunity to kind of share my part um, in all of this process. So of course, of course, everybody's welcome. Gracias a ti for being here, for sharing your story. Uh, like Diana said, you know, it's super important to be a voice. And this is what we're doing. This is what Latin Babbler is doing. And we're super excited for all of your shows, all of your events coming up. Please keep us updated so we can you know, we'll be there at the event, guys. <laughs> we'll be in Miami, oh. guys. <laughs> so for those of you guys who don't know, so Revolución 
it will all the information will go up in February. Right now, the team we have a marketing team, uh, mm-hmm. a bunch of interns that came in and they're working really hard to get that all together Woo. and start it. But starting in February, you know, we're going to be giving at least the, the first wave of where you can kind of get passes and mm-hmm. things of that nature. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be a little event. Like there's going to be a whole mm-hmm. day of panels. Yeah. There's going to be an after party. Like there's going to be like Ooh, a headliner. Yeah. You know, yeah. hey, we're Latinos. We're Latinos, yeah, guys. No, we gotta, we're going to go all in. There's going to be food. So, you know, we're we're going to be, the only thing you got to do is you got to get your butt to Miami. But who doesn't mm. want to go to Miami? Right? right? <laughs> You know, it's one of those things, but (laughs) yeah, yeah, so it's just one of those things where anybody who's interested in in participating in that February is probably going to be the day where we start giving out like detailed information Mm -hmm. on it. That's awesome. All right. And you guys will hear about it. Um, but thank you. Thank you so much, Rafael. Thank you for being here with us. You guys, this episode will be on YouTube and in all of our podcast platforms, and we will be also aware of that event and everything that's going on. Uh, guys, if you have you know, that dream, como dijo Rafael, just go, go for it, go for it. you know, just go for it. Pero bueno, cuídense mucho. I know it's kind of cold in some parts here, so ahí calientitos todos. <laughs> uh, <laughs> mainly me over here in Texas, if you're in Texas, guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, take care, y'all. I'm super happy we were able to do this. Merry Christmas. Amazing, Merry Christmas. yes, thank you. Merry Christmas, everyone. <laughs> thank you for tuning in to our Insightful Babes podcast. Make sure to stay tuned for more of our special guest episodes, Cheese Time episodes, and more. 